We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Coach Lewis. What's happening? How you making it? Doing great. You? Doing good. We're back. Yes, we are. What's your thoughts? Time to go to work, right? Get an opportunity each and every single day, each and every single moment. Time to go to work and get better, improve and compete. We coming. So what, now what? So what, now what? That's right. All right. Okay. See you out there. Yes, sir. Coach, we're back. Yes. First day, ready to go. <laughs> Got them coming in today. Practice tomorrow. Gonna find out where we're at quick. Yeah, what's your outlook for it? Hey, we've had a good summer. Kids have worked hard. I uh, want to see if, how much carryover we've got from the summer workouts to the fall camp. And, uh, you know, there'll be a lot of competition, and competition makes the cream rise to the top. We're coming. We're coming. My man. Buff Nation! Let's go, baby! Football season is here! Return to August. The team's reporting to camp. Football's in the air, man. Shout out to Uncle Neely for yeah. hooking us up with a little behind-the-scenes footage from this morning. Maybe just a little preview of things to come between uh, yours truly and Uncle Neely. Yes, sir. This is DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. We've got quite a lot to get into today, Ryan. We're going to start off, though, with... Sounds like the Big 12 is going to add their 14th member today. Yes. Arizona, a lot of smoke. I think it's probably the worst kept secret. Uh, probably worse than the Colorado secret in terms of realignment. Yeah. Everyone knows this is coming. Their regents are meeting later today um, for a meeting that was just scheduled yesterday. How do we feel about this? Good. Good. Uh, I can't say great, mm -hmm. but I do feel good about it. Um, can't necessarily complain about... Um, uh, keeping a warm weather city on the schedule, right? You know, when when you're in Ames, Iowa, in November, um, you're going to be glad that Tucson is coming up the week after. Yeah. Uh, so that's not bad. And then, of course, the real gem of this edition would be the basketball program. Yep. Um, you know, I wouldn't call them a blue blood. They want to think they're a blue blood. They're not quite a blue blood. They're in like some tier after that. Mm -hmm. But they are, you know, a highly highly respected basketball program coming into the best basketball conference in the country already 
you add in Arizona and you've got a well-rounded, you know, group there on the basketball court, more than well-rounded, a, a stacked elite group of basketball programs. And I think, you know, we've talked about it, Brett Yormark, this is kind of his angle. Yep. So he's like, okay, well, we're not going to be able to have the best football uh, conference. It's just not, it's not possible. You're mm -hmm. not gonna be able to pass the SEC. We can't have the best basketball conference though. And you know, the big 10 can, you know, fight and whatever for being the second best football conference. But we'll have the best basketball conference and we'll have a respectable and strong football conference. And as these dominoes continue to fall, like this is all about survive and advance. Yep. So give yourself, you know, uh, another arrow in the quiver to be able to fire and say, hey, look, you can't get rid of the, the best basketball conference in the country. Mm -hmm. You know, let's keep this thing rolling. Yeah. I mean, basketball, they're a perennial, what, top five, top 10 program recently ish. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give them too much respect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, football, they're coming up, though, um, at least right now under Jed Fish. He actually held a Zoom call today, meeting with all the parents of the players, just kind of breaking down what's going on. Basically, a press conference about conference realignment, even though we don't have an announcement yet. Um, but expect that to come down very, very soon. Do you think we stop at 14? No. Uh, I think... Maybe Arizona State comes along too. Uh, maybe one of the Oregon schools, you know. Utah? Probably not Utah. Mm -hmm. But I think you know, it's gonna come. It's gonna end up at sixteen. If if the if ESPN is willing to pay for sixteen, why would you not have sixteen? If you can get sixteen good programs, don't settle. Yeah. Don't add a G five program just to say you have sixteen, but. If you can, you know, poach one more Pac-12 program that's solid, go and do it. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with Utah. I saw that they weren't talking to the Big 12, but I don't know. I mean, who knows what's real these well, days? Well, and then there's someone who said it's like a bidding war from the SEC and the Big 10 trying to Which get Utah. Which doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> no, uh, Utah being in the SEC would be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> be very funny. Also, with all due respect to Utah, that would be a rude awakening. For it them, really man. would. Uh, it's kind of like Missouri, honestly. Yeah. And they've had a couple good years in there, but like Missouri, you know, is a good Big 12 school. Mm -hmm. Now they're just a completely irrelevant SEC school. Yeah. Uh, I think the Big 10 is a factor in this, though. Um, they just had their media day last week, and if you put any weight into what the commissioner said, he said they're focusing on USC and UCLA. They're not focusing on more expansion. Um, but we'll wait and see, I guess. Still don't really know what's going on with Washington either. At this point, like I'm, I kind of hope that they all just sink with the ship. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. The Pack Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go down. Um, we'll talk about their. Um, don't send help. No lifeboats. <laughs> no lifeboats. No. Uh, life Arizona jackets. State can come. Just because they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about it, man. Dan Lanning. Did we find the anonymous coach? Have we? Has he been snuffed out? Did he expose himself? We already knew. Yeah, we kind of did. We already knew. When we left Pac-12, we said, when we left Pac-12 Media Day, we yep. said, actually, I said, and I said, I couldn't tell if he didn't like the buffs or he didn't like us. <laughs> right. Well, that has been answered. Yep. Both. Uh, he doesn't like us. He doesn't like the buffs. Um, he is salty about all the attention that Coach Prime has gotten. He's salty about, you know, the way that Colorado is being viewed all of a sudden. Um, he's insecure about the fact that he has rode the coattails of much better coaches to get where he's gotten. And he can probably feel the fact 
that his program is headed in the wrong direction. Yeah. And so he's starting to, you know, uh, starting to throw punches from the corner with his eyes closed. So his quote, he was asked about Colorado leaving the Pac-12. Um, and he said, not a big reaction. I'm trying to remember what they won to affect this conference when they were a part of it. I don't remember. Do you remember them winning anything? I don't remember them winning anything. Uh, last year, his first year as the head coach at Oregon, 10 games, missed the Pac-12 title game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 wins. Right. That's what I meant. 10 wins. Also uh, tied for the most wins Colorado's had in the Pac-12 uh, since they joined the Pac-12. Nice. So if they've done nothing, he's done nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, he comes from Georgia, coached at Memphis and Alabama too. But what's his deal? I don't know. You're Oregon. Why do you care? I don't know. I'm calling him Krusty Dan with that nasty ass mustache he's got <laughs> working. Uh, looks like he just got out of like Kappa Sig, uh, <laughs> you know, probably doing something illegal. Uh, I can't stand this guy. And and this isn't like, a, oh, I'm now salty because he made these comments. I didn't like him last week yeah. or the week before that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, a little late for uh, for us to find a rival in the Pac-12. I know. This is great. Like Between Sean Payton taking shots at the Jets and then them firing yeah. back. Now you've got Dan Lanning. I'm sure Coach Prime won't really have anything to say about what he said. Um, the, the, here's, the th- here's the truth. What he said, actually, isn't necessarily untrue. Mm-hmm. It was just so out of left field, so uncalled for. And <laughs> right. what is he doing? Who's he defending here? The Pac-12? Yeah, I don't know. That's who you're going to you, you know, bow your back for and stand up for? Is the, you, you want the Pac-12? You're a big Klyovkov guy <laughs> trying to have his back? Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's weird, man. Also, you're just Oregon, he's, man. He's going to be right behind us coming to the Big 12. Right, for sure. I hope. I, it would be amazing. I think Oregon's always been my favorite target for the Big 12, but now with this stuff added into it, um, September 23rd just got a lot more interesting. I'll say that. Tyler said, Dan wears a swimming suit in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wears jorts. He's a never nude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But this is now the third coach. Brett Venables, Pat Narduzzi, and now Dan Lanning, who have felt comfortable taking shots at Coach Prime. Yep. Um, you know who didn't take a shot at Coach Prime? Who? Mel Tucker. Yeah, he didn't. Um, who? He praised him. Praised him and said, I think he's going to have a ton of success. Has anyone else done that? Um, we talked to Jonathan Smith said that. Well, those guys, I, I just mean like um, on like a national scale. Well, we know the respect Coach Saban has for Coach Prime. It's true. It's true. Um, I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head, though, that would have been asked. I don't think Mike Norvell has a particularly strong opinion right now if he would have been asked. No. <laughs> or maybe he does. Yeah. No, I was just curious because, what was it, Dan Lanning, Brett Venables, Pat Narduzzi, Pat Narduzzi mm-hmm. all have something in common. Mel Tucker does not have that in common. That is them. very true. That is also true. Um. Sometimes the elephant in the room is just right is there. what it is. Yep. yep. Anything else on Mr. Dan Lanning before we move on? Honestly, uh, I had so much like I think most people understood that my comment yesterday when I said Colorado Pac-12 championship appearances one, Dan Lanning Pac-12 championship appearances zero. I think most Buffs fans knew I was that was tongue in cheek. Like I wasn't being serious. He's been here for one year. Um, but Oregon fans really thought that was serious. <laughs> it was so crazy. And it was so much fun watching them, like, just all wound up and riled up in my mentions all day. Just crazy and secure. In You're that, Oregon. Yep. 
And then I, I was having so much fun with that. I decided to throw some, you know, throw some shots at CSU. <laughs> Why not? I had them all around. You yeah. know, I had all the green and yellow people in my uh, comments all yesterday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, it's football season. The rivalries are picking up, man. <sighs> Sometimes it's also just fun to pick on CSU. Like, there's just <laughs> nothing they can say. I did a, a podcast with Justin a few weeks ago. And I didn't. I, apparently, I took a shot without even taking a shot, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, these guys are really sensitive." Yeah, they are. But it's just like I don't know. It's like fighting, like getting into a fist fight with someone with no arms, right? Like it's just like, well, like I just need to blow off some steam, so I'm gonna go take it out on CSU. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel bad after that? No, never. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, shout out to Circa. We had an amazing time there for Pac-12 Media Day. Um, they also have the Circa Sportsbook app. It's available in Colorado. You can download it now. Um, if you're heading out to Vegas for a game, Broncos, Raiders, Avs, Knights, maybe even the Pac-12 Championship game, break your stay with code DMVR20 for 20% off. They've won the Pac-12 South. There you go. What if they won? The Pac-12 South. Let's go. They actually did do that. <laughs> um, also, download the Sportsbook app at CircaSports.com. Circus sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Uh, gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Gamble responsibly. Also, shout to Shador's number two, the Pac-12's favorite barbecue sauce. Do you Hell think yeah. Dan Lanning would have had a strong opinion if he tried <laughs> Shador's number two? Uh, he's just so lame that he wouldn't even have tried it. He probably wouldn't have, huh? God. <laughs> His face is so annoying. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got something coming to him this year. I we might have to re-rank like most desirable wins. Okay. Cause I think I, I that that game needs to go up now. Uh giving this team free bulletin board material though, I wouldn't advise that. Man, they've got plenty. They're gonna need some new bulletin boards. <laughs> They're gonna need the, a bulletin board extension. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um go to plbse.com. You can get your hands on some Sh on Shador's number two barbecue sauce. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all in word at checkout. You'll get 10% off. All right. Um, we'll just mention also, this briefly. It's so wild for Oregon, a school with no national championships, to try and take shots at a school with a national championship. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you missed your one and only ever existing window. Yeah. Tough break. And if they go to the Big Ten, it's it's only getting tougher for them too. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I just think you had the Chip Kelly years. Those that was your right. chance. Oh, for sure. You missed it. Yep. Still I mean, at zero. To me, there's two teams clearly better than than them in the Pac-12 this year, and you could throw in Utah and Oregon State, and I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. All right. the uh, The Pac-9 met today with the commissioner. A TV deal was presented. Uh, Brett McMurphy just tweeted out before we went live that they discussed numbers and no deal was reached. So from what I heard, I mean, again, like you said, there's so much bullshit out there. Yes. Um, that I can't even remember where I heard things and what, but it sounded like they were presenting them with three options. Yeah. Which makes no sense to me because if the commissioner's job isn't to pick the best option to, and then you have to go to a vote of like nine schools and a commissioner. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Like, what's he, what? What do you even do here? I don't even know what they're doing because why would you sign a media deal when you're like trying to expand yep. too and like bring more teams in? Yep. And then Jason Shear, who you know we've we've talked about Colorado <laughs> fans' feelings towards him, uh, 
on this show before, but he has seemingly had a lot of information during yes. this process. Um, he said that there was like an incentive-based deal mm -hmm. or a non-incentive-based deal. Escalators, I believe, was the word. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> you never want to hear that. It's uh, just like uh, you know, uh, when we talk NFL contracts. Yeah. What's the only number that matters? The guaranteed. Guaranteed money. Yep. That's all anyone cares about. Yep. Because you can't like budget off of non-guaranteed money. Right. Like, oh well, if we do X, Y, and Z, if we make the college football playoff yeah. this year and make it to the second round or whatever then we can get up to this it's like no dude you need that guaranteed money so you can budget for your athletic department right so speaking of sheer he posted yesterday um on 247 the number ex expected to be as low as 20 million dollars per school um and it's also expected to be streaming <sighs> apple tv man tough brutal tough man um, and not that I would know from experience, but finding illegal streams of Apple TV games is harder than you would think. Um, <laughs> I, oh man, I'm so glad. How did, how is Colorado the first one out of this mess? Rick George is, if I had a cap, yes, I would tip it. Like this whole thing is spiraling into the ground and Rick George was just like, oh, don't worry. I have a parachute. Right. Like. And everyone else is like, oh, shit, where's ours, you yeah. know? Um, and we talked about this way back when, but I, I said, you know, Rick George is one of the most connected people in college football. For sure. He knows everyone. He's on, you know, the college football playoff committee. He's mm -hmm. in on all of these different meetings when it comes to college football. So if I said it back then, during this crazy time of realignment, you need someone with those relationships yep. uh, and someone from with, within the building. I have to find the exact text, but told me Rick George will not let us end up on the wrong side of this. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? The first team to be rescued from the sinking ship that is the Pac-12 is Colorado. Coach Prime plays a role in that and just, you know, the, the, the eyeballs that he obviously commands. But Rick George is the real lifeboat that just saved Colorado from being a part of this sinking ship. Saved the entire athletic department, too. Yes. I mean, he's done an amazing job. Uh, the turnaround that we've seen just from an administration standpoint since Coach Prime was hired, you know, fixing the transfer portal requirements, all that. Um, I mean, there's – look at Stanford. I mean, that's a very attractive brand who was dominant in the Pac-12 earlier in the last decade, and yep. they are now attached to this sinking ship, seemingly. Do we have any idea what the Big 12 – like divisions and things like that are going to look like? Um, I don't think we've we've gotten that far yet. Okay. So I was uh, going to say, man, I missed the Big 12 North. It was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd imagine it have to be West and East now, right? Um, Probably, yeah. Just to help make things a little bit easier for your UCFs and Arizonas. Because Big 12 North was Colorado, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, Nebraska. And it was just like usually, usually Kansas, usually Kansas and Iowa State are down. Right. Kansas State's up and down, and then you have to deal with Nebraska. Yep. It's like color, like especially when both programs are good. Is it, it going to be Colorado or Nebraska? Right. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the Big Twelve and realignment here. Shador Sanders, though, listed on the 2023 Maxwell Award watch list, presented to the best player in the country. 
there's a ton of names on this, but Shador is on here. And he posted a video yesterday, him working with Cortland Sutton in the IPF. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. And I just, if you're criticizing this guy, you just have no idea. He is so dedicated to the game. Critic criticism is fine. If you have criticism, that's fine. It's the people who are just outright blindly hating. Right. Who are so, so out of their depth and so uh, out of touch with who this kid is. And uh, that part drives me nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. It's everywhere. Oh, you know, only because of his dad. Oh, he played against high school competition. That's all he's ever played against. It's like, give me a fucking break, dude. Yeah. Watch, just watch one game. Yeah. Watch just like a highlight reel. Watch a 10-minute video he posts on his YouTube channel. Yes. You'll learn a lot. The dude is the truth. And I would love to talk to Cortland Sutton about it. For sure. Um. Maybe I'll get a chance to do that sometime during yeah. training camp. Um, Broncos have put the clamps on their media access. Again? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, two interviews a week. That's, that's what, it? That's what you're allowed. Players and coaches? No, like you're allowed to like request. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, maybe not. But the way, I mean, the just I know they're throwing against air, but the ball placement as uh, Coach Kelly called it, which I'm adopting, hand talent. Yep. That was – he's just so special in that regard. And if there's anyone I'm – you know, the, the team, there's so many question marks. And we we get asked about the record, I don't know, three times a week. Yep. I don't have a clear answer really at this point. Right. If there's one thing I'm 100% confident of, it's that Shador Sanders can play at this level and it's going to show up. Yep. Uh, just the part where they're talking about progressions. A lot of it was sped up, of course. They don't want to, you know, say what Shador is reading on a given play. But it was just fascinating to see that. And he was legitimately hanging with Cortland Sutton, who is also a very smart guy. Mm -hmm. Also demonstrated in that video how much he understands the game just from a wide receiver's position and also through a quarterback's lenses, too. Absolutely. And just... I don't know, kind of helping him out to help out his receivers, Shador's receivers is what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, this is just going to be – he's going to set some records at I Colorado. It's so interesting, all the connections that um, the Sanders family has. Like, I hadn't thought about the fact that I'm pretty sure Cortland was teammates with Bucky, with Bucky. and Daryl uh, at SMU. Let me see. I think that's true. He was drafted in what? 17, 18, 2018, second round. Yep. So that means he's there from 2014 on. Right. So, yeah, I think they did overlap. Um, says Bucky joined SMU football 2013. He's on the 2015 roster. There you go. And Cortland played there from 14 to 17 for yeah. sure. Yeah. So there you go. Those guys were, uh, those guys were teammates. And it's just like, man, the, um, like, you don't even have to go six degrees of separation. You pretty much get to any football player in like four degrees of separation right. from the Sanders family. Right. Yep. That's awesome. Great connection. I didn't even think about that. Yep. All right. Let's play some buy or sell. Let's do it. Uh, we got a lot in this. A lot of realignment, some recruiting, some rivalry stuff. Uh, first one, though, Alyssa. Do you buy or sell the Pac-12 <laughs> as a power conference next season? No. Uh, I don't think they'll be viewed that way. There's no one that they can add to change that. Yep. So we're going to be talking about the power four. 
Yeah. Legitimately. I think yeah. that's going to be a term that enters the ether next year. For sure. The Power Four conferences. Because even if the Pac-12 adds three teams, what, SDSU, SMU, and Tulane or something, like, right. that doesn't change anything for them. Or CSU. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a joke. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> there's no one that they can add that will bring them back to, you know, I don't know. You lose UCLA and USC. That's the death blow. Yeah. I'm not calling Colorado the death blow to the Pac-12 okay, conference. Well, it's just the next domino in a series of falling dominoes Yes, um, to where you can't have a, a viable conference. And it's not like this is the last Colorado's going to be the last team to leave. I'm glad you said that because people acting like Colorado killed this conference are just dead wrong. Well, I mean, it, we just kept the ball rolling. But it was USC, of course. Last offseason, if you, yeah. If you're like a diehard Pac-12 fan that wants to be mad at someone, yes, that's who you should be mad at. Yes, the people getting angry at Colorado, people are getting angry at Arizona. But that's the last my, few I, days. I like people being angry at us, so that's fine with me. Well, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's an easy sell, man. Uh, Connor's here giving his <laughs> farewells in the comments. <laughs> nice knowing um, you, Connor. You can still stick stick around for this season, Connor. We're still covering the pack. It's true. Um, all right, next one. Buy or sell. Coach Prime will recruit CL3 again after the season. Okay, so did you find um, – how, let me ask you this. What was your reaction to the CL3 silent commitment to FSU? Uh, a little mixed, honestly. Okay. And I was curious – my initial thought was because I was watching the live when he was announcing his commit. First off, did you watch that commitment? No, I heard it was rough. It was brutal. Anyways, Shador was in there. Dylan was in there. All these guys were in there for the team. And so I was wondering, do they know or did they know about yeah. this beforehand? Um, and did coach know about this? Yeah. And I was wondering if maybe that would have affected this relationship. Of course, he wanted to go to FSU, uh, has lived there for forever. But it was an unofficial visit. He was just on last week as well, too. So yep. the school didn't pay for it. But I don't know. Left a little sour taste in my mouth. And I'm not, I'm not even on the team. So I think that that got way overblown, the silent commitment thing. Okay. I don't think... I am very un... What's, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not at all convinced that Coach Prime didn't know he was previously committed to FSU. Okay. If you can get a five-star cornerback on campus and you can continue to recruit them, you never stop. True. So even if he knew he was committed to FSU, that wouldn't have stopped him from recruiting him. It wouldn't have changed the amount of resources that he used to recruit him. Right. This is how this stuff works. If you can get attention from any of these level of players, you take it and you run with it. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, he used Colorado, this, that, and the other thing. I don't think so. I think no. that he legitimately was torn, decided to go with FSU for now, and to your answer your question, buy or sell, I buy uh, that this thing ain't over. I honestly don't know how to answer because Ellis Robinson was the target before him. And who's to say Coach Prime just doesn't go, all right, who's the next five-star corner? Mm -hmm. Or who's the next four-star corner from Florida that we can get? And just from what we saw from CL3, I think he's – it would take a lot for Colorado on the field to kind of change his mind, I feel like. He already went out there and saw it twice. He brought out Zakarl Lewis. He committed on the spot when he went there. If you're not – if that's not enough for you and you need 10 wins, I guess, to change your mind, 
Do you even feel really secure in that commitment, I guess? I don't I think I don't know. I think every recruiting uh process is different and different things can mean different things to different people. <laughs> um are you laughing at Tyler Brown? <laughs> yeah. Uh to me it's like maybe he wants to see what it looks like on a game day. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a million different things that I think could sway this, so I don't think it's over. Uh, but you're right. I mean, Coach Prime could go back uh, to what was Ellis's first name? Uh, Ellis Robinson. There, yeah, Ellis Robinson. There yeah. we go. Uh, he could go back to Ellis Robinson. He could move on to the next five star corner. Like, we'll see what happens. But um, apparently, he said on his IG live that he's coming to the Nebraska game. If that's true, certainly not over. I mean, he's absolutely interested. I know it's so interesting. I think I, I think he'll, it'll be flip season. Real quick though, that picture of him on his knee with uh, Jamaris and Booker, so sick. That's one of the dopest recruiting picks I've ever seen. All right, um, I didn't give mine. I think I'm gonna sell though. I think Coach just kind of moves on to the next one. Okay. And there's tons of them out there. All right. Uh, next one. Arizona is the best fit to join the Big Twelve with CU. Define fit. Um, in terms of location, um, you know, you kind of always have a partner in this conference realignment thing, right? Usually, yeah. And um, they mentioned the four corner schools as a group together. I don't know if that's still... It wouldn't surprise me if all four come over, but it's looking like right now they just want to stay at 14 and then reevaluate and then maybe go up to 16. So just the partner as in... You know, they're obviously going to play a lot of games together against each other. Um, they're not too far from each other. I will sell that. Okay. Um, I think Utah would be a better partner in that regard. I think Arizona State makes a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those two. I mean, to me, it's like the four corners as a package. Right. But Arizona, Arizona State are the partners, and Colorado and Utah are the partners. You right. Know? Um, so, you know, if we're going to do that whole thing all over again, um, which uh, part of me doesn't like, mm -hmm. like we're going to move to a new conference and we just talked about all these, you know, great fan bases. And then we're going to be stuck in a division with those four teams and play them every year. Right. I don't want that. Or three teams, I should say. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to sell again, going back to Oregon, man. Got to get, try and get Oregon. That'd be the biggest dub. For CU and the Big 12. I'm not in the mood to respect Oregon as a program <laughs> right fine. now. <laughs> That's all right. All right, next one. What do we got? Uh, buy or sell. The 12-team playoff will kill the current bowl system. Do you think we say goodbye to games like the Alamo Bowl, uh, the Las Vegas Bowl? Um, I don't think we'll ever Holiday Bowl. fully say goodbye to them. Um, I think there's a chance that some, at some point those bowls get integrated into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know the first round games are set to be at home, right? I think so, which, which is, is amazing. So sick, yes. dude. Imagine like, uh, first of all, a home playoff game at Folsom Field would be like uh, guaranteed tears for me. Yeah, just walking <laughs> in. Uh, but like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of the great college football stadiums. So imagine like Blacksburg, Virginia, playoff game. Yep. Uh, the swamp. Yes, the swamp. I mean, just Death Valley. Some of these stadiums, yeah, yeah, the LSU, like, oh, my God, the way that those stadiums will pop off for a playoff game, uh -huh. that's incredible. But I think, like, they might call it, like, 
<laughs> the Valero Alamo Bowl yeah. at Death Valley. <laughs> right. Um, but also, I just think those those bowls will stay around for a while. I think what would have to happen is how many teams make a bowl-ish right now? Do you know off the top of your head? A lot, man. I mean, we have 30-some bowls, 60-some teams. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I was thinking. There's 130 I was, in FBS? I thought it was even, it felt it feels like even more than that. Maybe 32, 64 sort of thing. I think unless the playoffs expand to like 24 plus, you're going to always have these bowl games. Last year there were 43 bowl games. Oh my god. That's 86 teams. There's that's 130 wild. in FBS. That's absolutely wild. Uh, I'm gonna buy this. I think uh, I think Business Buff had a good comment where I mean you said it too. Where we'll see some of these bowl games kind of integrated into the playoff, and I think if anything, the playoffs just gonna expand more. Yeah, <sighs> bowls are are a sketchy business. I don't know if you've ever kind of like read up on the financials behind these bowl games, but it is wild. Yeah, there's like bowl game executives not doing shit, getting paid like half a million dollars a I know. year. It's crazy, and they have one game. Right. That's wild. Just planning one event for half a mil. Where do I sign up? Yep. Uh, next one. Commissioner Yormark is right. Basketball is undervalued. Buy or sell? <sighs> sell. Yeah. I love basketball, but it doesn't move. It doesn't make that much money uh, in in college sports, and that's what we're talking about, right? Value. Yeah. Um, so I think it's great. I think college basketball is amazing. March Madness is the best event in sports, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not undervalued because value inherently is talking about money. Right. And it doesn't drive money. Yeah, I think I'd sell as well. Um, I do think that there's an opportunity to, like, turn the Big 12 tournament, you know, the end of season tournament into a big old event and try and sell that. And then, you know, if you end up getting... I mean, if we're up to 14 or 16 teams, eight teams, six teams in the tournament, whatever it is, a good amount. It's going to be more than that, yeah. Then I mean, it's just tough because football, this is why we talk about conference realignment. It's because yeah. of football. Yeah. No, Every I, time. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm excited for Big 12 basketball and, you know, being, I guess, in the, in the grand scheme of things, maybe it's a little undervalued in terms of what we talked about earlier of the the idea of having the best basketball conference is valuable. Yeah. Um, but I think college sports as a whole just revolve around football. Value is different from September to December than it is from January to April. For sure. Next one. By the way, kind of excited for a Big 12 basketball tournament in Kansas City. Get some, get some, uh, oh, yeah. some barbecue. Oh, yeah. Make it happen. Buy or sell. UCF will be CU's best Big 12 rival. <laughs> sell. Um, I love the idea. Immediate of like, sell. Yeah, like the Golden Bowl or whatever. You yeah. Know, something like that. Um, but we're going to be in opposite divisions, most likely. Uh -huh. So it's not a year. It's not going to be a yearly matchup. Who would you pick then? K-State? Uh, I, want, I want Oklahoma State. Okay. That's who I want. We both... You know, we're coming back. They never left. But we, yeah, in the in the 10 years that we were gone, we both lost our rivals in the Big 12. So uh, let's hate each other. I'm going to buy this one a bit just okay. for the recruiting battle and just because of the fake national championship. Dude, what a crazy thing. They're, and the they NCAA it. allowed it. They deserve it. 
that's the wildest part. Yep. Crazy. It's already chippy on Twitter. It's kind of cringy. It really is. It's crazy. Also, uh, to anyone who wants to try and do this discredit Colorado's national championship, like we got the one that everyone counts. Yeah. It's Georgia Tech who got the one that no one yes. counts anymore. Yes. They got the coaches poll. Yep. Which we know is because Nebraska's coach at the time exactly. didn't even put Colorado in his top twenty five. And so that swayed the vote. But we got the one that matters. Yep. Uh next one. How many more do we have? I think that was it. That's it? There you go. There's buy or sell. That was fun. Good. I'm Glad buying. You enjoyed it. Buy or sell. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we'll actually have real content coming up soon from Boulder. So I don't know how much more buy or sell we'll be able to get into, but that's true. Well, we can do like stock up, stock down. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it on the radar. Um, it's a beautiful day out here in Denver, and you can take on the sun with gear built to last with our friends at Shady Rays. Um, they're premium polarized shades at an affordable price, just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Every single pair backed by their lost and broken replacements. Even if you don't like your shady rays in the first 30 days of getting them, they will replace them. No questions asked. Also shady rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the U S through shady rays impact. They're building play sets for pediatric cancer patients. Uh, providing young adults with MS Outdoor Adventures. Um, Shady Rays is just a great company, man. Shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall. Or go online, ShadyRays.com. Use the code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the Shades Rated 5 stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. We've got Friday Night Live coming up this week. Yes. Uncle Neely's going to be here. Yes. Um, so we come will, hang out. We will be into fall camp by a couple days at that point yep have maybe a little bit of uh information to talk about yep uh come down hang out get some drinks with us watch the show live which will be fun yeah and then we can we can talk buffs afterwards yeah hang out with us um beer of the month here is the palisade peach we got that on tap we got tons of other breck brews on tap uh did you watch the u.s women's national team late last night no i did not but i heard it was rough I I watched the last like thirty minutes of it just because I what couldn't time? sleep. It was like two ish, two thirty ish. They they nearly lost. Damn man, yeah, I heard that they, there was a post. Late. They were saved by the post with like eighty eight in like the eighty eighth minute or something like that. Then did you see the Carly Lloyd? Yeah, like yeah. freaking out at them for like dancing <laughs> and taking pictures after the game. Kind of right though. Yeah, uh, something's got to change for them. They're yep. not playing their best, that's for sure. Um, we're going to have watch parties here. You can also go to the Breck Farmhouse in Littleton. That place is amazing. Um, find a Breck Brew near you using their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. Also, consider becoming a DMVR diehard. Tons of perks that come with it. Free shirt at sign up and every year after. You also get 20% off merch always, 20% off all events. Um, you get access to the Discord. Um, tons of other stuff. We got events going on like crazy here move, coming up. We got the tailgates. Uh, do we have a UFC before football season starts? Mm, I can't remember. I don't. Oh, think I think so. we do. We have Sean O'Malley fighting, I think. Oh, yeah. that's before football season? Yeah, it's like the 19th, I okay. believe. Let's go. Um, so go to thedmvr.com. You can sign up there. Um, that's it. 
I'm I'm a uh, I'm a night owl as well, Jake. I I mean it is what it is at this point. Yep. It's it's just always been that way. The thing is, I'm a night owl and I wake up early, which is bad. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I know. I know. Pretty much know your sleep schedule just based off of when you respond to my texts. <laughs> yeah. It's like I text you at 1 a.m. I'm getting a response. I text you at 8 a.m. I'm not. Nope. <laughs> at least I'm consistent. Yep. Um, what's up, Jay's? Jay's was a bit bummed. He was he missed yesterday's live show. I know. I saw in the comments. You never know, Jay's. You gotta. You can't miss a show. Hold on. Before we get to comments, though, just because we had Dylan and Jacob in uh, last week, Coach Prime's kids are amazing. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. Yeah, Dylan. I just kept sitting there being like, "This is a freshman." Yeah. He just graduated high school like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Just mind blowing, dude. Yeah. Um, he's so awesome. He is so himself. He's authentic, uh, intelligent, insightful, everything. And mm -hmm. like a lot of times, you you know you get these guys in here at that age and they're just not comfortable. Yeah. He settled in quickly and nicely and. Uh, it was it was awesome to talk to him, man. I was really happy to get him, man. He's one of my favorite players on the team for sure already, and just being able to get to know him a little bit more was really cool. Like I said on the show, we've been trying to get him for months. We pretty much got yeah. him on the last day we could. I know, literally, <laughs> right at the finish line. Um, all right, Jay, sorry about that. Uh, I feel see you moving to Big Twelve helps Coach Prime stay in Boulder. Do you agree? Reason why better conferences now and a great school with everything you need. Yeah, I think it helps for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I, I said this last week, like being stuck on a sinking ship while trying to keep, you know, a high profile head coach is not a good place to be. Yeah, especially if you have a good season and people come wanting to poach him and you, your future is completely uncertain. Right now, you your, your future is stable. You know, you've got that contract locked in for a long time in terms of uh, the, the money that's going to be coming in from the Big 12. Um, you're giving him games back in his two main homes mm -hmm. in terms of Texas and Florida. So there's a lot of, you know, pros there and certainly a much better position to be in than being in the Pac-12. I'll just never be confident about this um, because I just know in what high demand Coach Prime will be in. Yeah. You know, SEC uh, schools were a little too chicken to pull the trigger this hiring cycle. But if Coach Prime has the success that we think he's going to have at Colorado, SEC schools will do anything to win. Right. And so they're going to be turning over every rock. And, of course, they're going to come uh, to Coach Prime and say, is this the right move for us? And I think they're going to say yes. Yep. So it's going to be a battle to hold on to Coach Prime. I think so, too. But, you know, Rick George mentioned it multiple times last week when he talked to the uh, media in that press conference. Stability. And now you have stability at a universe, uh, university level. Coach Prime doesn't have to worry about where his games are going to be shown. He knows where he's going to be playing football the next at least two years, hopefully, maybe even more. Um, it does nothing but help, I think. So. Absolutely. And you know what? Um, I think Coach Prime is the type of person who, uh, as long as like the buffs keep taking care of him and Rick George is around someone that he really yeah. likes and trusts at this point, you know, we have a chance to keep him around, but no one should be uh, resting on their laurels or feeling comfortable about it. For sure. Oh, uh, what's up, Karoom? 
how do you guys think the upcoming move to the Big 12 will affect future coaching staff turnover? Well, just today, 247 put out a 30 under 30 for coaches, and Brett Bartoloni was on it. Really? Yeah. How he's under thirty? Yeah, he, damn. He was not. He was playing not too long ago for Mike Leach. Oh yeah, we determined he was in that game that the Buffs came back. Right. <laughs> um, that's crazy, man. Great, good for him. Um, but hey, it's, I don't think it's going to change much. If you are good, your 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 staff gets exactly. Poached. That's just something that happens when you're a good football yeah. program. Doesn't matter what conference you're in, really. Yep. I guess uh, SEC does matter. Like a successful defensive coordinator in the SEC is going to be more highly valued than another place. Right. But in this case, I don't think it matters as much. I mean, we got a 12 team playoff coming up too, though. Yep. It's going to open it up even more. Uh, Karim again. Well, how, how will the transition to the big 12 affect channels such as well-offs coverage of the team? I not at all. Shouldn't affect it at yeah. all. The PAC 12 did mention that they were going to have handheld uh broadcast permission or something like that yeah this yeah year. i think that just means they're gonna they're gonna take more access but right we'll see uh callop with the super chat thank you sir uh question for the boys why do you think journalists and coaches don't respect coach prime's uh game knowledge he is a hall of famer super bowl winner and db1 all time <sighs> I think a lot of people do, first and foremost. I do, too. Yes. Um, I think most people do. couple things. One, um, I don't think that other coaches are comfortable with the fact that Coach Prime can just, like, come in and take over. Right. right? Um, they're hoping that that doesn't happen. Um, two, we've talked about this before on, the, on this program. Uh, People don't like seeing a confident black man like Coach Prime. Yeah. Yep. They don't. And that's just the truth of it. And so it's not always that as the case. I think there's different things. But that is certainly something that makes people uncomfortable. He's so comfortable in his own skin. He is who he is. And he is unapologetically black. And people don't like that. Yep. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, when it comes to journalists, so I'll just add just pure bias and hate sometimes. Too. Totally. Totally. Um, but other coaches, I mean, you know, some of them grind being GAs and tight ends coaches and wide receivers coaches and linebackers coaches for years and years. And then they see Coach Prime come in, like you said, just kind of flip it all on its head and do his thing. But even then, it's it's such a misunderstanding of Coach Prime. Right. Yeah. Who has literally worked his way up the <laughs> yes, coaching ranks. Yes, yes. Like people don't know that and don't uh, acknowledge that. Yeah. But it's the same way that like when it started becoming more common for athletes to get into media. Yeah. That like, you know, the old school journalists were like really upset about right. it. Like, well, they didn't even go to journalism school. And so you push back on it. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it's like for us, this is entertainment, right? So if you're entertaining, you're getting in for them. It's a, it's a wins and losses business. If you can win, it doesn't matter how you got there. Yep. Um, their loss, man. Totally. Totally. And one day, hopefully, people will start to understand what he's really about. Yep. Because, you know, it's not like you or I were haters before, but we would have never known what Coach Prime is really about For until sure. it was right in front of us. Exactly. 
Yeah, we, there was a learning curve for sure. Was, Even for us. Yeah, you just had to, you know, it was like, oh man, okay, this, everyone's wrong about what he's about. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else do we got? Chase, what's up? Can you dedicate a show to CU basketball? Tad has a bunch of offers out for 2024 recruits. Tough time for that request. Um, <laughs> I will try and do an audio one. Okay. I can say that. All right. Um, so subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music and Spotify, and I'll let you all know on here. Um, we'll have – that's what I had to do last year. Yep. And we'll probably do something similar like that this year. Um, uh, you know, I love CU basketball as much as the next guy, but fall camp starts today. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll, they'll have their time, I'll tell you that. Uh, Ray, what's up? How much media access will you guys have during fall camp? To be determined. Yeah. But as of right now, practices are close to the regular media. Yep. They do have photo windows for media and stuff, but yep. you're not going to learn anything or see anything during yep. that. But we should have the opportunity for interviews and things like that. And so we'll be, we'll be bringing you guys some content that we certainly weren't getting during the off season. I can tell you right now... Tomorrow we will have sh uh, we will speak to Sean Lewis, and I think one other player. I don't know if it's one or two. Okay. And then, so it says select players. So hopefully it means multiple. Thursday we get Coach Kelly, and then Friday you got to come up to Boulder because we got Coach Prime. Let's go. I'll be up in Boulder. All right. Don't you worry. Uh, Matthew. Do you think the new super conferences should adopt a form of relegation to weed out the lesser schools? Yes, I do. Doesn't work this way. I, it would just work. So, I think it would work great, honestly. But because of the TV contracts, I know it just doesn't work. Um, it, it, you know, I love promotion and relegation in you know, the Premier League. Uh, that being said, they've always done it that way. So everything they've ever done is structured around that. Right. You can't go backwards in that way and be like, okay, well, if you get last in the conference, you have to go to the Mountain West next year. Like, yeah. <laughs> what would happen is all of these athletic programs would just start folding because they have these massive budgets. Right. And they because they are them. expecting thirty-one million, and then the next year, all of a sudden, they have, uh, you know, they're getting fourteen million. Well, guess what? Everyone's fired. The you know the thing burns to the ground. <laughs> yeah. In English football, what happens is you you can sell your players. That's right. how you make back the money that you don't have. Well, you can't do that in college football. <laughs> it would be so dope, though. It would it would literally make every game mean something. Um, yeah, I I would be it. It would be great. It's just unrealistic. It is a pipe dream. What though. is this about, Mr. Velkin? Yo, RK, if you get a chance to interview players, don't get anyone kicked off the team. Oh, <laughs> what's that in reference to? I don't know. Don't be getting people kicked off the team. I certainly won't. Also, the comments asking for Brendan Gant again. He's on the roster. He posted he's moving from Tallahassee. Okay. He's coming. He's cool. probably here today. Today they have to report. Yep. The players. Mandatory. Yes. Uh, and then our guy, Sean. What's up, man? Um, make sure to keep uh, y'all's calendar clear for the Rockies game on 8.30. And do y'all think we can make a DMVR event out of it? Maybe. Maybe 8.30. Let me just pull up the calendar here. This is high-level podcasting. <laughs> um, Wednesday? I might not be here. But I'll try. Okay. 
Um, I'll go with you to the game, Sean. There you go. And we could probably get a little crowd, too. Speaking of Sean, we still need to find a place for that sick art he gave I us. Know. It's beautifully displayed in the office, but I want it down yep. here. We have a Studio B, too. True, true. We can get it in there. All right, so what we got? That's it. There it is. Tomorrow, um, what time are we live tomorrow? That's up to you guys. <laughs> oh. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to Boulder a lot and more now. Yes. So we're going to be... The uh, new schedule is will soon drop. We just yes. have to figure it out first. Yes. Um. By the way, I think I understand the concept of bulletin board material a lot more now. Like, I feel like I need bulletin board material sometimes. Then I, play, I perform better on this show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what Dan Lanning gave yes, to you. Yes, he gave me bulletin board material, and then I, I, I felt like I brought it today. Yeah, you cooked, man. <laughs> All right, this was fun. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Sco buffs. Sco buffs. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.